When I shop, the world gets better, and the world is better, but then it's not, and I need to do it again. Hello, and welcome to episode 413 of Under the Cull of MS, another previews, the final previews of goodies to come in the future for this month. That was a little quote from Sophie Kinsella from Confessions of a Shopaholic, the movie. And I don't know if I mentioned who's who did the quote yesterday, but that was Carl Lagerfield, a quote from him. Uh, but other than that, this should be the final round of goodies for you to buy. And we're just going to do look at some Kelvin and Hobbes, see if we can find any fun fun ones in here at all Let's see Kelvin and Hobbes are sitting on the porch eating their cobs of corn just slobbering it down making a mess all over outside so they don't mess up the house summer Kelvin says summer is butter on your chin and corn mush between every tooth Hobbes says it was nice of your parents to let us eat outside because parents didn't want to clean up after you nasty kids but although if you're gonna get butter all over the steps that's gonna suck if someone steps on it and slips <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah kelvin with a big bull of slop in front of him and he's looking at it and all of a sudden his food starts going ah, 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 and it explodes all over his face and body he goes up to his ma. This food is allergic to me. <laughs> eh, that one was fun, at least. All right. I got a segment of Kelvin and Hobbs with his ma and pa sitting on the couch, sitting around the house, and all these different little segments about it. And the first one, they're on, sitting on the couch, and Kelvin's looking from around the corner and says, my mom and my dad are not what they seem. Their dull appearance is part of their scheme. I know of their plans. I know their techniques. My parents are outer space alien freaks. And then you get a panel where the parents look like aliens with all these green tentacles for arms and stuff. And they're pulling their faces off. They landed on Earth in spaceships humongous. Posing as grown-ups, they now walk among us. My parents deny this, but I know the truth. They're here to enslave me and spoil my youth. And you can just imagine the parents at the breakfast table, walking around on the couch, all that. And I'm just going to finish this fun little Polish area thing. Early each morning as the sun rises... Mom and Dad put on their earthling disguises. I knew right away their masks weren't legit. Their faces are lined. They sag and don't fit. The Earth's gravity makes them sluggish and slow. They say not to run wherever I go. They live by the clock. They're slaves to routines. They work the year round. They're almost machines. They deny that TV and fried food have much worth. They cannot be human. They're not of this earth. 
I cannot escape their alien gaze, and they're, war and they're warping my mind with their alien ways. For sinister plots, this one is a gem. They're bringing me up to turn me into them. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good little poem. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, panel with Kelvin talking to his ma. She's digging through a cupboard. He says, do we have any string? Sure. What for? A wick. I'm saving all my earwax to make a candle. Ugh, Kelvin. Blah. Could I make a set of crayons? <laughs> Gotta get some use of uh, earwax. You never know. All right. Let's see. We'll do one more. We got Kelvin and Hobbs up in a tree. Laying on the branch. Is Hobbs and Kelvin sitting on the edge of the branch. Kelvin says, Ever notice how people always try to do two things at once? They talk on the phone while they drive. They watch TV while they eat. They listen to music while they work. People never focus on any one thing to enjoy it or do it well. Hobbs says, you're breaking my concentration as he's trying to sleep. Calvin says, we focus on doing nothing at all. Isn't that true? All right. I'm going to end it there and get going with the goodies that you may want to buy in the future right after this. So hopefully you can find something that you will enjoy. Okay, let's get to some fun stuff here. We got a variety of Peanuts characters, all their Snoopy characters that are reaction figures. But the ones I thought were the coolest looking were the Peanuts W5 Snoopy's Franken Snoopy reaction figure by Super 7 Media Incorporated. And they have a Peanuts W5 Snoopy's Surfer Snoopy reaction figure. Uh, those two are pretty cool. I don't know if, it, if I want to pay that price for a little Scooby figure, but if I came across it on a bargain bin, I'd pick it up. You got a Plague of the Living Dead terror cover bag set of seven comics by Avatar Press. And then we got a Pokemon Pokeball Waffle Maker by Uncanny Brands LLC to add to your kitchen collection. And then with the Pop Collectors, we got a Pop Mar Marvel... Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange Levitating Vinyl Bobblehead by Funko. I love the levitation one. And I like the Pop Super Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Rintra Vinyl Bobblehead figure of the bull type character. This, these ones, they kind of screwed up. This first character should have been half his size. The pop television peacemaker, judo master vinyl figure. I think they should have done him in a shorter version. 
And of course, everybody needs a pop television peacemaker, peacemaker in his underpants final figure. And thankfully, he's got his mask on. I mean, if it was John Cena, it would just ruin all these figures. But at least they got the mask on. Because <laughs> the one I want in my collection is the pop television peacemaker. Peacemaker maker with eagly vinyl figure. Where eagly is giving him a hug. And then you got the pop television peacemaker vigilante vinyl figure. <laughs> he should, yeah, I should probably pick him up too. He cracks me up. <laughs> Uh, why did it, John Cena make me like him by doing that movie? I don't know. Or series, I should say. Then we have Powers Volume 1, Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Edition by Dark Horse Comics. In a world where superheroes soar through the skies, follow homicide detectives Christian Walker and Dina Pilgrim on the dirty city streets below. Assigned to the power's special cases, they will face the worst their city has to offer. This collects powers number 1 to 11. And some behind-the-scenes content from the making of the superhero noir classic. And a brand new cover by Michael Avon Oming. And it's... I like Michael's work, but I don't know if the powers is anything I'd care about. Predator, Volume 3, Number 1. Now, this is a redone. This is by Marvel Comics. I believe this got canceled for some reason, and now they're bringing it back out. But Hunt, Kill, Repeat. In the near future, a young girl sees her family slaughtered by the deadliest and most feared hunter in the universe. A Predator. Years later, though her ship is barely holding together and food is running short, Theta won't stop stalking the spaceways until the Yucha monster who killed her family is dead or she is. I, I was iffy on that. Sorry about that. I got a cat wanting in. I gotta go. And if my cable reaches, but I was iffy on that run in the first time it came out. But I liked its description way better than they had for the alien run. And I sat there and didn't do the alien run because I didn't care for the way that one sounded. But then this one sounded way better, but then they dropped it. Don't know if I'll pick it up the second time around or not. Probably just wait for it to go to trade and see what happens with that. But it did definitely sound way better than the Aliens run that they did. Alright, next up we got Prodigy Icarus Society, number one by Image Comics. Mini-series premiere, The Magic Order, and King of Spies writer Mark Millar launches a brand new five-issue series starring Edison Crane, his favorite creation, and this time he's brought along amazing Star Wars artist Matteo 
Buffagni to blow you all away. Edison Crane is the world's smartest man, but what happens when he's targeted by the entire club of geniuses who also fly too close to the sun? Meet the Icarus Society. Wish they'd have some artwork to go with that one. Promethe 1313 number one by Ablaze Media. Andy Diggle, the losers, thief of (laughs) Andy Diggle, and Sean Mattenborough, and Dave Stewart, and Jack. Brings you a psychological sci-fi horror comic full of alien conspiracy. What if you knew the world was about to end? What would you be willing to do to save the people you love? Well, if the world's about to end, who gives a shit if you can't save them? <laughs> uh, Daria Clemencia has been plagued by apocalyptic visions ever since she was abducted by a ufo as a child now she's ready to put it all behind her and move on with her life but what if it's all true a dangerous cult militia is prepping for the end of the world and they see daria as the key to their survival meanwhile something alien is awakening on the dark side of the moon And the crew of the space shuttle Atlantis have a rendezvous with Destiny, a prequel to Promethe, Christoph Beck's best-selling mind-bending graphic novel series. Promethe 1313 tells the thrilling, fast-paced space drama leading up to the moments of September 21st, 2019 at 1313. Interesting. So sorry, I got distracted during that because my cat's in the house and I could have swore two different critters just ran past my window. <laughs> it's dark out. Who knows what's going on? All right, we got Profit Remastered Edition number one. This is by Image Comics. The issue that started it all. Profit number one, remastered by some of today's top comic book talents. Profit made his first appearance in 1992, electrifying fandom, and we are celebrating and commemorating his impact with a star-studded roster of illustrators, creating all new magic with fresh new pages from this commemorative 30th anniversary issue. I never liked the character artwork back in the day, so hopefully they do some better stuff. Of course, they're not showing us no covers right now, at least not in where I'm looking at it. But hopefully they'll have some better covers than the days past. All right, next up they have a Resident Evil Liquor 11-inch statue. This is awesome. By Rubber Road Limited. And who doesn't want a liquor in their life? They have a return of the living dead Tarman tiki mug. That's actually cool looking too because the tiki mug shape gives you that Tarman coming out of the barrel type feel. It works out pretty good for him. And then we have Revenge of the Horror Hound, one shot by Horror Hound. 
As the harvest moon rises, so too does a bloodthirsty hellhound. Risen from the grave for a night of terror, as a small country town is besieged by the gnarled and riled monster. But why has he come seeking vengeance? What secrets does this sleepy town hold? Who could be responsible for the beast conjuring? And how many people will suffer the sins of a single man? Horror Hound, after 15 years serving as the iconic magazine and convention mascot, the Horror Hound finally receives his first full comic book release. That's... I remember Horror Hound magazine, so I might have to jump on this one and check it out. It's one shot, so why not? I love the cover. The werewolf is all tore up, but he looks killer on there. Let's see where we're sitting. I think we can get leave it there and come back with some Rick and Morty next time around. We'll be right back with some more goodies. <music> okay we got some more stuff that you can buy in the future with a pile of rick and morty goodies starting out with rick and morty presents big dumb summer vacation number one by oni press it's the worst summer vacation ever when Rick picks a planet with strange rules regarding beach access, Jerry does everything he can to break them. What could be worse than sunburn? Sun parasites. Sounds like fun. Little critters popping out of your little boils on your skin. <laughs> they got a Rick and Morty 36-piece magnet assortment of fun little Magnets you can hang all over the place. And then next up we got Rick and Morty Crisis on C-137, number one, by Oni Press. With the Vindicators gone, it's up to Rick, Morty, and Noob Noob to defend the galaxy against a threat from beyond time. Sounds like a fun and interesting idea. We got a Rise of Gru, MEA026, Minions, SER 8-piece figure set from Beast King Kingdom. You can't go wrong with a bunch of little Minions figures. Going to have to get those for your collection. Next up, we got Robin Hood, Children of Dr. Moreau, number one, by Xenoscope Entertainment. Now, for someone that used to be part of our Crimson Color Comic Club that used that was big on Dr. Moreau, I wonder if they're following the things that are coming out. I'm going to have to mention it to them if I see them. But 30 Pages of Story, guest starring Red Agent. Unexplained disappearances lead Robin deep beneath the New York City streets where something evil lurks. Robin has faced these reptilian monsters before, but their mysterious new leader has made them deadlier than ever. Guest starring Brittany Waters, a.k.a. Red Agent. 
I was never a fan of the Dr. Moreau stuff myself. I'm sure it would be an interesting little crossover. Then we got Rogues Gallery number one by Image Comics. Series premiere, writer Hannah Rose May makes her comic debut with rising star artist Justin Mason for an all-new series with Declan Shelby. The Purge meets Scream in a home invasion thriller that follows disenfranchised TV superhero actress Maisie Wade as she is terrorized by an unhinged group of intruders cosplaying her day jobs arch-villains. If Maisie is going to survive the night, she'll need to be the hero she has come to despise. Uh, I was never a fan of the Purge movies. But I'm sure it's a decent story crossover thingy. Let's see. Next up, we got, looks like we're going back in time to Savage Tales. Number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. Savage Tales is back. This all-new one-shot features four tales of brutality, thrills, and spills, and includes the dynamite debut of two up-and-coming artists from the renowned Kubert School. This issue's lineup includes Red Sonia in The Executioner's Sword by writer Scott Brian Wilson and artist El Baranet Nuevo, Magic mixed with swordcraft makes for horrific unintended consequences as Red Sonia must defeat an insatiable hunger. And there's Vampirella and Horrible People Doing Horrible Things to Horrible People by writer Scott Brian Wilson and Kubert School artist Mariano Benetzi Chapo hearkening back to the spirit of the Warren Magazine era. Vampirella serves out a lesson in morality as only she can. Alan Quartermain in Missionaries of Madness by David Abilene and Will Rio. The legendary hunter stalks the Cthulhu cult. Can one man with a rifle stand against the coming of the great old ones? And Captain Gulliver Jones, who I don't know who that is, in his war by David Avalon and Kubert School artist Harmish Cook. Years after his adventure on Mars, the fabled swashbuckler finds a new and darker way to fight, one that might just lead him back to his own redemption. That sounds like a nice little collaboration of stories and artists and writers and I remembered Savage Tales. I've have I have some of the old issues and be fun to check out the new one, see how it goes. I guess Scooby Doo Zoinks one thousand piece puzzle by US USAopoly if you need to get your puzzles before fall. Then we got a Secret Wars Omnibus Hardcover book from Marvel comics this is collecting 
Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars number 1 to 12, Thor 1966 number 383, She-Hulk's 2004 number 10, and What If 1989 number 4 and number 114. It's not as big of a collection as I expected, so I'm not too impressed with the amount of content they have for a $75 price tag on that one. I figured they'd have at least a few little goodie extras. Then we got Seeds and Stems, graphic novel Megan Moog by Fantagraphics. A spectacular omnibus of never-before-collected Meg Moog and Owl short comics, and more. In 2016, Hanselman began producing Xeroxed zines starring the depressive Meg, a green-skinned witch, her abusive boyfriend Mog, an actual cat, their submissive roommate Owl, a vaguely humanoid Owl, and the self-destructively hedonistic werewolf Jones, half-human, half-wolf. In print runs of 300 to 500 copies, with blah, 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 blah. Seeds and Stem collects all of these out-of-print, self-published stories. I'm wondering, explore the worlds of lucid dreams, banking scams, cinema, mixed drinks, alien invasions, and budget vasectomies. It just, they don't show nothing for it, but it definitely sounds interesting. I wish they'd have a page cone on here. I don't see a page cone at all. Let's see. Next up, we got, they must be getting ready to do the next, the second Shang-Chi movie, because they got Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, number one by Marvel Comics. A bold new era starts here. Shang-Chi has gained possession of the powerful Ten Rings, but so much concentrated energy has not gone unnoticed. Now, every bounty hunter, assassin, and evil syndicate in the Marvel Universe is coming to take the rings from him. But will the responsibility and the truth of the rings be too much to bear for the master of Kung Fu? Find out as the true origin of the Ten Rings starts here from Jean Lung Yang and Marcus Toll. I'm sure they're going to lead that right into the second movie somehow. Then we have She Bites, number one, by Scout Comics. Elsie Baker is a 134-year-old vampire in the body of a 9-year-old girl. Bummer. Sick and tired of stupid adults treating her like a lost little girl and not letting her buy cigarettes, (laughs) Elsie decides to hire a babysitter to be her chaperone. Enter Brenda Zelensky, a suicidal teenager in search of some quick cash so she can buy a one-way ticket to Scotland to jump off a cliff. Despite the generous payday, it turns out that babysitting a vampire might be more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, I would think so. But that's definitely got to go in our collection. It just sounds like fun. 
little vampire collection. Well, it depends. I'll probably wait for trade version, see how far that one runs. Next up, we got She-Hulk Goes Murder World, Marvel Multiverse Missions Adventure by Aconite. When She-Hulk decides to represent old foe Ruby to Thursday, <laughs> I'm thinking Ruby Tuesday, the restaurant or whatever, who swears she is being framed for murder, she must overcome her bias to demonstrate Ruby's innocence. Her investigation leads her into a conspiracy involving tech companies wielding insurmountable powers. And yet, who are all the mysteriously dying? Who yet? Who are all mysteriously dying like flies? While trying to get Ruby out on bail, She-Hulk discovers a mysterious expo being held in L.A. But a swarm of zany villains have been sent to slow her down. But for She-Hulk, nothing will stand in the way of true justice, even if it means facing a villain who believes mazes and games should only end one way. In murder. Alright, we're going to stop it here and we'll get back with more goodies soon. Alright, next up to pull your pocketbook out for, you got She-Hulk by Charles Soule and J. Beer Polito, complete collection. Trade paperback by Marvel Comics. This one is collecting She-Hulk, 2014, number 1 to 12, Wolverines, number 13, and material from Gwenpool Special, number 1. This one has a decent price tape for this collection. This is how they should do more of them. But, yeah, this I'm sure would be a nice one to pick up to get you into the She-Hulk groove if you're new to the whole series and character with this new run that's been very fun to follow next up we got oh no this is beyond awesome <laughs> i don't have the original but they have a remake of the original the silver surfer by dan slot and michael allred omnibus hardcover book they have the michael allred wraparound cover which was the original cover when they put it out first time by Marvel Comics, and now they got a new cover with uh, this one being the Michael Allred Last Days variant cover. It's got like that hypnotizing swirl. And it's like one of them are going in my collection. I can't afford to do both. But now that I got the opportunity, I'm going to have to. Probably pull the trigger on one of them, especially since we do the Mad Maniverse Library every Monday on the podcast. If you're missing out on it, come and listen to us read the Mad Maniverse Library. Make sure you have your own so you can follow along and see all the extra cool stuff that you're missing out by with the audio. Now this I was curious about because they had a great little thing, short run of Skybound X Comics. Now I see Skybound X number 25. I didn't know that there was a 24 on back. Am I missing out on something? I got like the 
first five or whatever, and then all of a sudden I see 25, and it's like, or actually I think the first run I got of them is four of them maybe. I don't know, I can't remember. But Images of Tomorrow, Skybound's hit anthology returns to share the debut of four all-new upcoming comic launches today. From the pages of Invincible comes Battle Beast by creators Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley. The new horror epic Dark Ride reunites Joshua Williamson and Andrea Bresson, the acclaimed team behind Birthright. The first appearance of the savage and beautiful Chroma by writer-artist Lorenzo de Felice. Also, when all of humanity dies, the animals battle for survival in the post-apocalyptic world of Scurry by Mac Smith. I mean, I can't wait to see this. I don't understand that they do number one, two, three, four, and now they're going to do what, number 25, 26, 27, 28? I'm, I'm just confused about what's all going on with that, but so happy to see it. I love those first few I got, so I will be definitely checking those out. Then we got South Park, Stick a Truth, Thousand Piece Puzzle. And what's more fun than putting Cartman and the gang together? And that's by USAopoly, of course. Then we got Space Lady Number 1 by Behemoth Entertainment, LLC. Space Lady does her job exactly as the manual advises her. At least this is what her advisors think. She uses her incredible armor, technology, qualified immunity, and paycheck to get super, super high. Super, super high. She deals with crime in her sector anything but fairly. Using any excuses to fight someone or break something. But today, after a heavy night of drinking, Space Lady decides to sleep in and let her homemade AI police force handle crime. Okay. And let's see. We got Spawn Aftermath trade paperback. The effects of Spawn's explosive conversation are still being felt. New Spawns are starting to appear. And Al sees a horrific version of the possible future. Collects spawn number 302 to 307. Hmm. Okay, so we're going back into the older spawn era now. I like that cover though. And we have Spider Gwen Unmasked by Marvel Comics graphic novel. This one will be collecting Spider-Gwen 2015B, number 24 to 34. That's it? No extras? No goodies? What the heck? And they're putting out the cheapy books nowadays. Yeah, they're impressing us more. And we got Spider-Man 2099 
Exodus Omega, number one one shot by Marvel Comics. The 30th anniversary of 2099 reaches its explosive conclusion. The final battle for the Celestial Garden begins. Spider Man vs. Norman Osborn, the X Men vs. Cabal. Two armies, two deadly enemies, and the keys to 2099's future up for grabs. It's a brawl for all. A brave new tomorrow for 2099 starts here. I was never big on the Spider Man 2099 run. They do have a Spider Man Legends Rhino 6 inch action figure. I want it, but not. it's an action figure, and they got a $45 price tag on it. I mean, come on, people. It's an action figure. It's not like a statue. And I'd pay 35 for a statue. Jeez. That was depressing. Then, now here, you get a whole standee for 35 or 45 uh, Star Wars Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian life-size standee, which is cool because he's got the gun drawn and he's got the sword out. Put that one in someone's front door and scare the crap out of him. <laughs> and for your kitchen items, we got the Star Wars Grogu Waffle Maker. Make waffles a little little creature, green creature. Make some green waffles. And then next up, we got. Stonehenge or Starhenge, book one, The Dragon and the Boar, number one by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere. Liam Sharp cuts loose in his visually stunning six-issue masterpiece, The Starhenge, book one. A future Merlin travels to 5th century Britain to prevent monstrous time-traveling Killer robots from robbing the universe of magic. And Amber Weaver's lively present-day narrative reveals how she becomes drawn into a war across time. The Terminator meets the Green Knight in 30 enthralling story pages, setting the scene for this original epic inspired by Arthurian sagas, or sages, Sages or sagas, I don't know. Very interesting cover, though. Next up, Stranger's Thing is coming back with some more stuff again. We got Stranger Things Summer Special, number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. Offers officers Powell and Callahan patrol the mean streets of Hawkins, Indiana. With enthusiasm of two hefty dachshunds pretending to be bloodhounds. Typically, they don't have to chase down more than the occasional petty theft and teenagers smoking reefer. But lately, the town has been getting weirder. And while they might not get to the bottom of it, they just might be lucky enough to survive it. Diving deeper into season three with Hawkins' deputies. Hey, isn't Stranger Things just about over? Aren't the kids adults now? But <laughs> when you make kids' movies, you got to pump them out really quick. 
quick. Otherwise, the kids are going to grow up too fast. I don't know. Not sure. I did. I watched season one. I didn't get beyond that. It was good, but not good enough to make me want to dive into two and three or whatever they're up to. Sulphur Wells, number one by Blood Moon Comics. Around the rim of a large man made lake <laughs> resides a rural community. A lake has provided the community with commerce and recreation, but it has also taken. While two young friends navigate the waterways and the complications of southern poverty, they also must remain vigilant of an elusive local cryptid species. Give us a little more to play on. All right. One more in here. Sunburn, original graphic novel trade paperback by Image Comics. Rachel is a teenager who lives in a gray suburb lives a gray suburban life in gray suburban England. It's a world of brown sauce, warm beer, and scrambled eggs every Tuesday, with her summer already mapped out for her a job working at the butcher, and a caravan holiday in Clacton. It seems like this year will only bring more of the same. So when family friends invite her to spend the summer with them in Greece, she jumps at the chance to escape her life and finally be treated like an adult. The Warners are everything her parents are not glamour, are not. Glamorous, sophisticated, and carefree. And when Rachel meets Benjamin, a handsome young friend of the Warners, her summer seems to be taking a turn for the better. But there's no escaping the pains of growing up, and she'll soon learn that life on a small island, where everyone knows each other's business, may not be all it's cracked up to be. Summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. Ooh, a Super Mario Mushroom Kingdom 1,000-piece puzzle by USAopoly. And I suppose we better end that here, and we'll get back with some Superman coming up after this. All right. Superman, Space Age, number one by DC Comics. Meet Clark Kent. <laughs> A young reporter who just learned that the world will soon come to an end. And there is nothing he can do to save it. Sounds like a job for his alter ego, Superman. After years of standing idle, the young man from Krypton defies the wishes of his fathers to come out to the world as the first superhero of the space age. As each decade passes and each new danger emerges, he wonders if this is the one that will kill him and everyone he loves. Superman realizes that even good intentions are not without their backlash 
as the world around him transforms into a place as determined to destroy itself as he is to save it. I mean, if he went to came here, we probably wouldn't have had most of these problems. A lot of these thing problems that are coming to our planet are because they're coming after Superman. <laughs> Next up, we got Supper Club. Original graphic novel, trade paperback by Image Comics. Nora, Lily, and Iris are seniors at a seaside high. Their different schedules and mounting extracurriculars inspire the girls to form a secret club where they can hang without sacrificing their future aspirations. Enter Supper Club, the delicious solution to their problems. When life starts to crumble like a cookie under the girls' feet, they rely on comfort food to hold it together. Can Supper Club endear life's most challenging recipes without burning to a crisp? <laughs> All right, we. Teenage Mutant Ninja No. Yep. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Donatello Donatello. I, I just can't see anybody's name now. Donatello Mini Co statue by Iron Studios. They also have a Michelangelo one where he's got skateboard out. And there's a Terraria Adventure 500 piece puzzle. Which looks kind of cool, like a little based off the video game. There's a Terraria Eye of Cthulhu premium format figure. It's basically a giant eyeball on a stick. On a stick. There's a Terraria Journey's End 500-piece puzzle. There's a Terraria Moonlord premium format figure. This one's kind of like... a bean with lots of eyeballs with a Cthulhu head. It's just, it's very interesting looking with his bones showing. So I'm kind of curious if he's part skeleton. I'm not sure. And then we got, there's something wrong with Patrick Todd. Number one by aftershock comics. 15 year old Patrick Todd lives on the run, hiding out in seedy motels living out of his backpack and making sure that his mom, recently struck down by a mysterious illness of the mind, is well cared for. But doctors cost money, a lot of money. And so Patrick turns to a life of crime. Using the telepathic abilities he's been hiding all his life, he forces the worst of the worst to rob banks taking the money before making them turn themselves in to the police. But someone has taken notice of Patrick's schemes. A reckoning is coming. Will the police find Patrick in time to save him? Or will he become yet another victim of the killer called Zeus? Oh no, the big guy from the Rocky movies is back. If you remember him, there's this big, crazy-looking, muscle-head guy that was in the movies, had a big Z on the side of his head. (laughs) Hmm. 
Yeah, Tiger's Tongue number one. This is by Mad Cave Studios. Heed the tiger's tongue, and you will not be led astray. Under the militant rule of the tiger's people, empowered by their animal familiars, the claw is on the brink of war, at the precipice of adulthood. Twin princesses Kalinda and Eridani hold the future of the claw in their hands. Kalindi would sue for peace with the river's people, those who were subjugated to bring order, while Eridani has never aspired to rule. But an ancient prophecy is revealed that'll force fate's hand for the sisters. I think they meant a few different things with some of those words, but who am I to judge? I just read it. They have a Tops 2022 Chrome Mandalorian Beskar Edition trading card box set coming out by Tops. Which the trading cards have been just going ridiculous lately. They've been getting collectors back again and getting people interested, and prices have been all over the place. Transformers Best of the Beasts, number one, one shot. This is by IDW Publishing. Maximize or terrorize. Either way, things are going to get epic in this collection of the best of the Maximals, Predacons, and characters from the world of Beast Wars. Featuring classic characters like Optimus Primal, Megatron. Well, isn't Megatron Megatron in the other in the other regular world? Black. Black Arachnia, Air Razor, Tigatron, and Dinobot in Clashes for the Ages. <laughs> uh, interesting. Then we have Transformers Best of the Rarities, number one, one shot by IDW Publishing. A must read for Transformers fans. Curated by James Roberts. Best of the Rarities includes some of the greatest hard-to-find Transformer stories from the series almost 40 years and over 1,500 issue history. This collection includes never-before-printed, reprinted, never-before-reprinted material from the U.S. and the U.K. <laughs> All right, we got Two Gun Terror, number one, by American Mythology, Skeletal Outlaws, Demonic Coachmen, Quick Drawing Masked Monsters, Step Back in Time with Us to the Haunted Old West, where the monsters aren't just the outlaws. Three new terrifying tales of two-gun justice and creature carnage are on tap, told in glorious dark black and white. G.O. Parsons and Jason Craig 
deliver a devil's bargain that will leave you dying for more in the coachman. Strap on your spurs and load the silver bullets. These stories are going to leave scars. Available in three covers. <laughs> uh, the cover I got that I'm looking at is pretty damn cool looking. They have a Universal Monsters The Mummy Accessory Pack. You get a nice little nice little mummified coffin and a little like chest type uh, sarcophagus and some type of chest thing that comes with it. Then they have a Universal Monsters Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Michelangelo as the Mummy 7-inch scale ultimate action figure by NECA with a bunch of cool accessories. Then they have a Vampirella 1A scale plastic model kit glow-in-the-dark edition by X+. I'd like to put that in my collection. It's a little above and beyond the normal model price range. So I would probably have to hold off on that. Let's see where we're at. I think we're best to end it there. And then we can finish this off one more time. But the rest of the goodies probably in one more shot. So we'll get back right after this. Alright, let's finish this month's goodies off. I believe this will be the last round of things coming out in the future. For this month, we got Vampirelli Year One, number one, by Dynamite Entertainment. Following the explosive conclusion to Vampirella Dracula Unholy comes the next chapter in Christopher Priest's Vampirella Saga. Wanted for murder and with every demon, shaman, vampire, whack job zealot, reporter, and law enforcement officer on earth hunting for her, Vampirella has taken refuge in an undisclosed location where she questions why she came to our world in the first place. Yeah, it's about time. Start realizing why these people are hunting you when you're trying to help everybody. Damn humans. Vampirella can come stay with me. I'll protect her. <laughs> Alright, got Vampire's Halloween one-shot. Special edition. By Asylum Press. Sink your teeth into October's horrifically haunted Halloween one-shot special. It's sure to drain the ever-living life out of you. Or at least drive you batty. Editor host Mr. Carswell returns with yet another creepy creaking castle literally swarming with vicious pre-code vampires. Featuring rarely seen bloodsucker classics from the gory golden age of comics, highlighting the spine-chilling art of Lou Cameron, Dick Beck, George Klein, and more. Featuring the classic tales Vampire's Bites, One Door from Disaster, and Vampire's Castle. Signed by cover artist and co-creator Frank Forte. Comes bagged and boarded with certificate of authenticity. Yeah, it's only $10 retail with a signature set up and all that. It's a pretty decent deal for 
collectors out there. I like that little. See, they're being responsible and reasonable. That's the way the world should be. Now we got Van Helsing from Depths. Number one by Xenoscope Entertainment with a really awesome, at least the second cover. I just love they got a swamp creature looking creature from a little black lagoon type thing crawling out of the water type swamps. It's just awesome looking. And it's a 32 page story. In the shadows of Lysel's past lurks secrets tied to the legacy of the Van Helsing family. Born from the work of her father, a deadly new adversary rises from depths of the murky waters of the River Thames, and only the famed vampire hunter has the ability to return this twisted creature to the darkness it came from. Next up, we got Virtually Yours. Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Shouldn't finding a life partner be more challenging than ordering a pizza? Welcome to Virtually Yours, a virtual dating app that provides all the proof of being in a relationship with, without actually being in one. With her career front in my, of mind, her career front of mind, Eva Estrella joins Virtually Yours after a nudge from her sister to alleviate some family pressure as she continues to look for her dream job in journalism. While Max Kittredge, a formal child star in the middle of a divorce, takes a gig at Virtually Yours, servicing multiple clients as a fake boyfriend. As they navigate their current circumstances, both Eva and Max find that sometimes what you're looking for is right in front of you. <laughs> uh, the dating world is going further and further to dating without dating or having any partners or anything. <sighs> Japan's making relationship bots and Everybody else is finding other ways. No fun. Weed Magic, Trade Paperback, Volume 1, by Bliss on Tap. Can you smell that? Wafting into comic book stores this July, the mildly anticipated super jumbo-sized edition of Weed Magic. Rejoin our heroes, Moe, Bunny, and Senator Dimples as they continue to test the boundaries of their unexplained magical powers. Will they smoke for the greater good, or will they be tempted into a life of sloth, sexual depravity, and snack foods? Weed magic is back, and it's danker and stonier than ever, including 20 never-before-published story pages Tons of new art and a few surprises. Can't remember where you stashed issues number one to four? We got you. The super jumbo sized edition includes all four issues in one easier to hold large edition. And extras. See, that's what you do when you put it into a trade paperback form. You add some extras. 
That's all we're asking for. We don't want the same shit we could have got in single pages, single comics that are worth more money because trades don't go up in value unless they got extra stuff. Uh, they got a white zombie murder legend rare. One six diorama base with the crow on it and the street lamp by Star Ace Toys Limited, which goes awesome with the white zombie murder legendary Bella Lugosi one sixth action figure. And it also has the complete set of the two together, but you can get it single, get them singly or together. Then we got Wiper trade back, trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Lulu Nomi. Is a wiper, is a wiper, <laughs> a private detective who guarantees complete discretion. A memory wipe after every job sees to that. When she's hired by enigmatic robot Clute, she thinks the case is the answer to all her problems. But there's something oddly familiar about Clute, and the more she investigates the disappearances of journalist Orson Glark, the more she suspects that he's somehow connected to her own past. Lulu must face her greatest fears to learn what happened to Glark and the truth about herself. I mean, if you're going to be stupid enough to wipe your brain over and over and over, and your brain's going to be doing all kinds of tricks and things on you and you're gonna have shit that's gonna pop back from your past and you may or may not notice it but world of archie jumbo comics digest number 121 by archie comics two brand new stories first in go pound sand jughead takes his little sister jellybean to the beach promising to help her make the best sandcastle ever. Unfortunately, one of Jellybean's friends is there with his big sister, and there's puts and there's puts the Jones version to shame. Archie sees what's going on and calls in some reinforcements. Enter Veronica Lodge, whose sandcastle will be the most royal of them all. Then, in Doctor is in, when young Dr. Masters comes to Riverdale after several years of performing medical care around the world, everyone takes notice, especially Betty and Veronica, who admittedly have a crush on him. When an intern program opens up to work with him, both girls go all out to apply. Of course they do. All right. Then we have World of Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest, number 17 by Archie Comics, which has two brand new stories. First, in Best Friends Day, it's Riverdale Best Friends Day at a local, and a local radio station is throwing a town-wide scavenger hunt and giving away a $100 gift certificate to Pops for the first 10 winners, Betty and Veronica decide this is the perfect thing to do on Riverdale Best Friends Day. Join them on their adventures all over Riverdale in their quest to win and have a fun 
BFF day in the process. Then, in Mystery of the Missing Mermaid, on the shores of Hawaii, international detective Jake Chang teams up with Betty and Veronica to solve the mystery of the missing mermaid. <laughs> All right, we got Wrong Earth meet, or Wrong Earth Meet one shot by Ahoy Comics. The multi-earth event concludes in a special written by Wrong Earth Wrong Earth create, co-creator Tim Pierre. On Earth Alpha, have Dragonfly men and Stinger met their match in Dr. Meat? Can Stinger's nightmare all be a bad dream? Meanwhile, on Earth Omega, Dragonfly meets someone he can talk to and help out in a time of need. For both of them, all five Wrong Earth specials feature covers by... Yeah, all that. Yep. I think they had one last one too. Next, we got Exterminators Volume 2, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Enter the Grindhouse of X when Jubilee and Boom Boom agree to take Dazzler out for a night on the town to count, console her after her nasty breakup. They have no idea they're about to be kidnapped and put into elaborate death traps for their efforts. What are three girls with the power to blow things up to do? That could be a very interesting grouping of characters in distress. (laughs) And I might have to check that one out. That sounds kind of fun. You are not Deadpool. Marvel Multiverse Missions Adventures softcover by Aconite. Things seem weird, even by Deadpool's standards. When Matt Daredevil Murdoch offers him a profitable, nay, straightforward contract. No chaos, no unpredictability, no funny business. Come on, Murdoch, that's just not Deadpool's style. Sensing something is up, Deadpool grabs an innocent bystander off the street to confuse any semblance of predictability the universe is trying to force on him. Good-hearted mischief spirals into a sinister plot full of impenetrable bank vaults, crime lords stroking their lack of mustaches in evil ways, and an assortment of offensively stylish suits that are begging to be blown up. Deadpool discovers his choices are no longer his own. They're yours. Cool. I like that. Give us a Deadpool play-as-you-go style book thingy. You got Young Hellboy Assault on Castle Death, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. Returned from their adventures on a secret island, Hellboy and the Professor move with with the BPRD from New Mexico to Connecticut. The relocation is tough on Hellboy. Is he just homesick or have scrambled memories from the island gripped the supernatural whippersnapper? Meanwhile, word of Hellboy's survival has also reached an unknown entity who failed to kill him once before. 
but is determined not to be foiled again. It's a roaring start to a second young Hellboy series from Hellboy creator Mike Mignola and co-writer Thomas Ganowski. This is the second. They had one before this, I guess. So that'll be... I'll wait till the little trade comes out for that one. Because then I'll be able to have all all the stories in one and not have to try and figure them out. Which one came when. Young Justice targets number one by DC Comics. Queen Perdita has been kidnapped. Mysterious armored assailants have snatched the Vladabon royal out from beneath Bowhunter security, leaving Green Arrow and Black Canary poisoned and comatose in the process. Now a rallying cry echoes around the globe and across super teams to band together and rescue Perdita. We must save Perdita. All right, just about done here. We got Zorro Land That Time Forgot Reader Pack. A special reader collector's pack. This is by American Mythology. All four issues of the mega crossover Zorro in the Land That Time Forgot. We are including the hard-to-find AM exclusive Richard Bonk virgin art cover in this pack. Get a collectible first issue and a value pack series in one easy order. And then finishing up with Zorro also, we have Zorro Masters Volume 2 Alex Toth Number 1 by American Mythology. Come with us exploring the timeless works of the legendary Zorro artist, Alex Toth. Presenting in beautiful stark black and white, this issue delivers the powerful line work of one of comics' most influential artists. Uh, it's like, that's what I remember from back in the day. My grandpa's attic had those Zorro comics, and they had those painted, those covers with the realistic pictures and stuff. It just, yeah, it brings back memories. But that's it for this month's goodies coming out. We'll get to you next month with a ton of more good things you might want to buy. So, Peace out. Talk to you later.